Cruise Radio is brought to you by InsureMyTrip.com. Travel insurance done right from the people who know travel insurance. Find out more at InsureMyTrip.com. Broadcasting from the InsureMyTrip.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Happy to have you here, my friend. Uh, If you want to find out more about us and more articles, just head to CruiseRadio.net. Everything can be found right there on the homepage. Uh, Before we get started here, uh, our thoughts and prayers going out to the families of those killed uh, in some gunfire over in Tunisia. Uh, There was an MSC cruise ship and a Costa ship there a couple of days ago, and uh, they had a terrorist attack at a museum. Some people lost their lives, so our, our thoughts and prayers certainly with those families and uh, those dealing with that right now. Uh, coming up a little later on in the program, we'll talk to Jason Leppard. He has returned from Carnival Freedom, and he'll give us a full review on that. But first, let's talk all about Carnival Sunshine. So the city that never sleeps will be getting a dose of sunshine next summer as Carnival Cruise Line recently announced that the newly renovated fun ship Carnival Sunshine will start sailing from the Big Apple starting in June of 2016. And to talk all about it today is the Senior Vice President of Itinerary Planning for Carnival Cruise Line, Terry Thornton. Hello again, Terry. Hi, Doug. How are you today? Good, my friend. So uh, let's do first things first here and talk about Carnival Sunshine. She's currently based in Port Canaveral, going to New York here next June. Um, why? Uh, what's behind the move? Our thinking was, in uh, thinking about Carnival Sunshine, um, leaving the current home port just for a season at least, is let's, let's go ahead and show more and more people these great features. And what better way to showcase uh, something like these features than to put it in the New York market? So the New York market is a perfect fit. We know the features uh, our guests are going to love uh, that sail with us out of New York. And so it was really an opportunity to, to kind of showcase the Carnival Sunshine in a brand new home port. What kind of itineraries are we going to be seeing out of New York City? We really try to shake it up and put in some new options in New York um, and some different flavors of things we've had before. So, for example, uh, we have everything from uh, two-day cruises to nowhere mm-hmm. to four- and five-day cruises that go up to uh, Canada and New England really great Eastern Caribbean eight-day cruises that come down into the into the Caribbean. Um, we also are, are, for the first time, now we don't go here very often, we have one cruise out of New York that's actually going to go to Bermuda. Nice. Um, and so there's a whole diversity uh, of itineraries, including at the end of the season, we do a series of seven-day cruises up to Canada and New England as well. So as, as you can see, there's a lot of different uh, durations and a lot of different kind of places that, that, that our guests can take advantage of. Carnival Cruise Line recently just launched the Carnival Journeys program. Are we going to see any uh, Carnival Journey itineraries out of New York City? There is one that we've built into it. It's a nine-day cruise on uh, August 25th, round-trip New York in this case, and it goes to Grand Turk, San Juan, St. Thomas, and St. Martin. Hmm. So great ports of call, and it will have, uh, as we've talked about before in the Journeys program, it will have all of the onboard uh, features that we're doing on our Journeys Cruise as part of that nine-day cruise. I'm looking here at the itinerary right now, and I see that you're going to Amber Cove in the Dominican Republic. Uh, that's kind of a new one on the radar. Is that a newly developed cruise port? Yes, it is. It's uh, something that uh, our corporation has purpose-built for, for us and for cruising. It's on the north coast of the Dominican Republic, uh, near Porta Plata, if, if uh, people might be familiar mm-hmm. with Porta Plata. And it is going to be just spectacular. Uh, obviously, a great place to dock the ships. Uh, right as you come off the ship, it's going to have a, just a really nice area of restaurants and retail opportunities. And then you move a little bit farther inland, just a huge uh, pool uh, area for people to just enjoy a pool experience. 
But um, unlike some of the other ports we've built and developed, um, the beauty of Amber Cove is that there are just just wonderful shore excursion opportunities. So that part of the Dominican Republic is just geographically beautiful. Mountains, green, lots of things to see and do from just the scenery and the geography. In the wintertime, there's actually whale watching and so forth that goes on as whales migrate through that area of the Caribbean. It's really going to be a good experience in addition to um, what we're going to build at the port for these great shore excursion opportunities. And once she gets back to Port Canaveral, are we going to see her there for a while? Yes. We uh, she'll be uh, staying in Port Canaveral uh, for that period, and uh, right now we are in the process of opening for sale all of the cruises uh, for all of our ships through the period of until April of 17, and so all those cruises will are uh, will be open and are open now for the Carnival Sunshine all the way through April of 2017. For people that would like to book well in advance, we we have opportunities. One last question for you, for you, Terry, and I don't want to put you on the spot here, but I'm having a ton of listener emails asking, where in the heck is Carnival Magic going? Is Carnival Magic going to Port Canaveral? There's a whole series of things that we're still finalizing. Mm-hmm. And as I said, what, what we're doing is we are um, opening all of our cruises for sale, as I said, through April 2017. And so uh, that information is going to be coming very shortly. I guess as we say in radio, stay tuned, right? Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, checks in the mail, as I say. There you go. We've been talking with the Senior Vice President of Itinerary Planning for Carnival Cruise Line, Terry Thornton. Terry, always a pleasure talking to you, my friend, and have a great weekend. Doug, thank you so much, and I uh, really appreciate the time today. Thank you. Check out our blog, the video page, and interact at cruiseradio.net. How many times have you said... That'll never happen to us. Vacations are a big investment with both time and money, and they should be protected. For over a decade, InsureMyTrip.com has been the online travel insurance leader, offering the best plans from the most trusted providers. Our licensed and award-winning customer service team makes sure you have the right coverage for your travel. To find out why over 98% of travelers would recommend InsureMyTrip, visit InsureMyTrip.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Have a question for the experts or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. We always love hearing your cruise reviews. If you have one you'd like to share, feel free to shoot me an email, comments at cruiseradio.net. Editor-in-chief of PopularCruising.com, Jason Lepper, just returned from a six-night Caribbean cruise from Galveston, Texas, aboard Carnival Freedom, and he joins us today. Hey, Jason. Hey, good to be here. Let's talk about getting to Galveston from Houston because, you know, Galveston isn't one of those ports that have an international airport. You have to actually uh, get there first. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a bit of a drive. It was about an hour and a half, and we hit a bit of traffic. But I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that this is Mardi Gras time that was going on. So I think you could probably shave a little bit of that off. Um, but it wasn't terrible. I mean, we had a nice uh, private ride, and, uh, you know, it wasn't the most scenic ride, but it was relaxing enough. So not too much to worry about. And we should also mention that the cruise line does do transfers from both Houston airports to Galveston. Correct, correct. Right. Uh, once yeah. you go, go ahead. 
Oh, no, I was just going to say, and also when I left, I went to Hobby, so uh, that was even a little bit closer. So if you can go into Hobby, I would recommend that. It's only about a 45-minute drive from there. Which one did you like better? I think uh, as an airport, uh, George Bush is definitely more to do because it's an international airport. Houston, uh, the Hobby one, was a little smaller, but still very nice. So if you can uh, arrive into there and uh, set up your times to work out, I'd recommend that one being closer. We did IAH coming and going. Which one was that? That's the George Bush one. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Very good. Okay, so let's go pier side now. You get to the uh, Galveston Pier Terminal. It's like Pier 88 or Pier 8 or something like that. So mm-hmm. how was embarkation on to Carnival Freedom from the pier? It was a breeze. I really like Galveston as a city. It's really nice there. And uh, getting on and off, really efficient. Uh, nothing to really worry about. It was a breeze. So I, it wasn't a carnival breeze, but it was a breeze. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you get on Carnival Freedom. What were your first impressions? Um, honestly, I got to say, uh, yeah, the decor kind of was not the, up to my standards. Uh, okay. uh, it's kind of one of those Carnival things, you know, the decor is a little hit or miss. Um, but this one, it was just oof, a little bad for my taste. But, you know, I got past it uh, soon enough because the, the, the software on board Carnival is great. This had all the Friendship 2.0 stuff, and I loved all that. So all good things after I got past that. <laughs> Under the Joe Farkas regime, and if you don't know who Joe Farkas is, He's the uh, designer of the Carnival ships, the older Carnival ships. So he has different themes for every ship. Which, uh, what was the theme for Carnival Freedom? Uh, dark Woods, apparently. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that. And then uh, had like Scott Joplin kind of designs in the hallways and stuff. It was kind of, I mean, that was kind of cool. But yeah. uh, just the woods themselves are just – it was a little oppressive in color. I, think. I don't know. <laughs> gotcha. just, yeah, just not my thing. But I loved all the 2.0 stuff like the, you know, the new um, – Red Frog Pub was really awesome, and yeah, we'll get uh, the we'll, Alchemy Bar. Don't get ahead. We'll get to all that in a little bit here. Okay. Uh, so let's move on <laughs> to the stateroom first. So what kind of stateroom sure. did you have, and what were your impressions of it? Yeah, we had a balcony stateroom, and it's kind of the same kind of thing you can expect on Carnival. You know, they're larger staterooms uh, than sort of the average uh, in the industry. Very comfortable. Definitely had enough storage. Uh, the balcony was fantastic. Um, I always have to say I love the shower being that it's a square footprint. It's much easier to maneuver in that than some of the smaller ones on other cruise lines. And just great things. Um, the ship was a little uh, rough around the edges in terms of the maintenance. There were a couple of things in the room that was maybe just a little – could use a little TLC. But uh, other than that, you know, still very comfortable. We love the beds. You can't uh, beat those. They're really comfortable. So all in all, very good. How, what did you think of the balcony size? Balcony was pretty good. I mean it's nice. You have the two um, – uh, chairs out there and it's a door that swings out instead of a slider so it's kind of a nice little alternative you have the window and a picture frame window there you can kind of have a shelf to put some more things in there have a little extra storage so i like that i want to ask you am i the only person that uses because you know there's carnival state rooms they don't have a lot of plugs in them uh, am i the only person yeah. that uses the bathroom shaver plug as a phone charger <laughs> you know i've done that before what i do is i actually have a usb splitter uh-huh. that i plug into the single charger or the single outlet and that really helps since so many things are usb charging now uh to have like seven plugs with that is huge so that's my trick let's move on to dining because yeah. carnival freedom did get Funship 2.0 last it spring did. and uh, we're talking about all the in, uh, enhancements like guy fieri and we'll let you talk about all of them but uh what were your impressions and what were your favorites um, yeah, as far as the new stuff, I definitely love Guy's Burgers and the Blue Iguana Cantina. Those are both fantastic. And the fact that they're included and they're not extra, uh, like some other cruise lines, was a fantastic offering. Even the main dining room, in my opinion, I think was even better. Uh, since I went on the Carnival Miracle the first time about two years ago, I think the food uh, has actually improved. And I think the, the plating and the design of uh, the composition on the plate was just fantastic. I really like that. And But yeah, like you said, the 2.0 stuff's really, there's a couple of times where it's like, I'd almost rather go to 
guy's burgers and get that, then go to the main dining <laughs> room because it's just so good. So. To suffer through two hours of service, yeah, I know what you're right, saying there. Right. Uh, I'm going to ask you because I know you like to eat like I do. Uh, yeah. Would you put Guy's Burger Joint as one of the best burgers at sea? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's really good. I was really impressed. Yeah, it's, it's so good there. And also you have the Blue Iguana Cantina, which is right yeah. around the corner there with the, the tacos and the burritos and the salsa bar. Amazing yeah. there as well. Um, did you do the steakhouse? I did, yeah, and that was also amazing. The, the steakhouse on Carnival has been extremely consistent from ship to ship. Uh, usually the same menu and the design of the actual restaurant changes, but again, on this, the uh, I'd have to say the plating was even better and the food was even better than I've had in the past. So whatever they're doing uh, in the kitchen there, it's it's definitely working out for them. In the main dining room, Carnival has, or on some ships, Carnival has American Feast and American Table, the new menu systems. Did that ship have it? It did not yet, but I believe it's coming. So okay. I think that's coming in a couple of weeks there. All right. Well, let's switch gears here and talk about entertainment. What were your impressions of the entertainment aboard Carnival Freedom? Yeah, really good. I think that's one of the things that Carnival just excels at anyway. But this ship had uh, four new production shows that I think were introduced like only a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, really stunning. They had a bunch of LCD screens in the background that were just really cool effects that they did. They even used like treadmills, kind of like the OK Go mm-hmm. uh, you know, music video where they introduced those into the stage um, apparatus and just some of the things that they're able to do with that was amazing with the the moving background images and then them walking around. It was just really cool. Something I've never seen before. Um, and that was used um, most in, uh, they had this show called 80s Pop to the Max and it's all about the 1980s music and, you know, Duran Duran and that kind of thing. And it was just a lot of fun, really cool shows, great use of all the techniques, you know, pyrotechnics even on the stage and it can't be beat. I, I was really impressed with all four of them. They had that, they had uh, heart of soul, uh, just kind of like uh, you know romantic songs and that kind of thing. They had Getaway Island, and that was sort of uh, you know the tropical music of like uh, Jimmy Buffett and those things. And Eighty Eight Keys was basically a rock and roll piano show. So all those are really just a blast. Uh, really impressed. Very cool. Did you get to check out any of the comedians? I did. Yeah, that's another highlight. The uh, Punchliner Comedy Club. I went there about three times, and you know, always <laughs> they just crack me up. They they really are the best comedians at sea, and. Yeah, I, I can never say anything. I can never say anything wrong about that. It's just great. We were talking a little while ago before I cut you off about the Red Frog Pub. What were your impressions yeah. of that? That was cool. I really like that. I understand. I think on the breeze they have like food there. They didn't have food mm-hmm. on this ship, but uh, just the fact that it's a great little um, you know hideaway that you can go to, and they have like some games in the back, like a little tabletop. Um, I guess you'd say like shuffleboard and uh, different games, and the, the you know the pub uh, they have they have the um, was the, the thirsty frog mm-hmm. is there? Uh, yeah, thirsty frog. That's tasty. So just a really cool venue. You know, it's nice that they have all these different spots you can hang at. Sea days, because one thing that really defines a cruise ship is how it behaves itself during sea days. Let me ask you, how did Carnival Freedom behave itself at sea? Very good, actually. I think it's really cool the way they designed the top decks on the ship because they have sort of this uh, terrace deck that kind of funnels towards the pool, and it really makes for a lot of space out there for uh, sunbathers. And uh, that plus the the Serenity Adults Only deck is huge on this ship. I was really impressed by that. A lot of shade if you want to take advantage of that, or uh, plenty of uh, area for sun too. And it's just it's great that that's free. I think that's a fantastic feature on board Carnival ships, and it's one of my favorites for sure. How would you sum up the pool area, the way you said it slopes? Because someone asked me, and I kind of used the, the same terminology as you did, and I said it yeah. reminds me of like an amphitheater, kind of. Exactly. It's just like that. I would say kind of like stadium seating would be, where it's just kind of, you know, stair steps kind of down from the top uh, serenity deck towards the pool. And it's just really neat. In, in fact, uh, when we saw the Martina McBride concert, it was perfect for that, because the stage was set up right over the pool, and it was perfect sight lines no matter where you were. 
But let's talk about the ports, Jason. What ports did you hit? Yeah, we hit Costa Maya, Cozumel, and Progresso. I'd been to Cozumel and Progresso before, but never Costa Maya, and really enjoyed that. We did a tour of the uh, Mayan ruins there, which are called, okay, let me see if I get this right. It's called Chak Choben, I believe okay. is how it's pronounced. And uh, it was kind of like a Chichen Itza light. I didn't know what to expect, and having been to Chichen Itza before, I was really uh, impressed. I, again, I wish I had more time there, but uh, it was still great uh, sampler to see things, and I'd highly recommend that one. I, what do you do in Progresso? Because uh, the only photos I've ever seen in Progresso, it looks like the beaches are rocky and just like not a lot going on there. Yeah, Progresso is interesting. It's this really, really long pier. It's like the actual dock is way out in the ocean, and then you take this roadway from there um, in, you know, that's suspended over the water, and it goes right over to the coastline. And it's a, it's a long drive, believe it or not. Um, but primarily, I would say Progresso is kind of the entry point to Chichen Itza, and that's the really big uh, Mayan pyramid that uh, is really well known. And that that's a fantastic excursion to take, and I did that once again. And highly recommend it. It's unfortunate you can no longer climb on the pyramid, mm. um, but it makes for a great photo still with nobody climbing around it and that kind of thing. And it's definitely worth seeing still. Is it a is it an original pyramid or is it like it is? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Let's round the interview out here and talk about any been there, done that tips you may have for Carnival Freedom. Yeah, my recommendation for sure is to try their new internet on board. That is incredible. I was amazed. Like uh, all of us on board were just you know remarking the whole time how fast it was. They actually offer a uh, program which is high speed internet for a hundred dollars for the entire cruise. It's unlimited, which I think on its own is already a great deal. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's super speedy um, is really good. It does throttle down a little bit when it gets busier. Um, but not too bad. It was still pretty snappy. I was very impressed by it. All right. And your final thoughts of Carnival Freedom? Just, you know, Carnival, every time I go on board, I'm just love it even more and more. So uh, now that the decor is kind of getting away from Joe Farkas, I'm even happier. <laughs> <laughs> so great things to say about Carnival all the time, though. Very good. We've been talking with Jason Leopard, editor-in-chief of PopularCruising.com, about his sixth-night Western Caribbean sailing from Galveston, Texas, aboard Carnival Freedom. Jason, my friend, always good catching up, and it was great seeing you last week. Likewise. Thank you, sir. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the InsureMyTrip.com studios. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer.